The Fitness Reborn podcast is a companion piece to Renaissance Fitness personal training. This podcast is to serve as educational and entertainment purposes only. It does not in any way constitute as medical advice. If you have a medical concern, please seek out your provider. Hello and welcome. This is episode five of the Fitness Reborn podcast. My name is Sean of Renaissance Fitness Personal Training, where we put movement ahead of working out and we are exploring human potentials. So in this podcast, just so, you know, by way of full disclosure, I just want to tell you that I had a different idea in mind when I first thought of doing this episode. So originally I was going to call it Stay Away From Machines. In other words, don't use workout machines. But then I had a little epiphany while I was working out today myself. And that is, you know, I plan on using a leg curl and a leg press, both of which are machines. So it occurred to me that um, it'd be kind of hypocritical for me to sit here and tell you that you shouldn't use machines when I clearly use them myself. So I'm going to um, redact that just a little bit and say that stay away from machines for the most part. So what I mean by that is that your fitness routines in terms of at least strength training, which is what machines are generally used for unless you're talking about ellipticals or treadmills, is that your fitness should incorporate more free weights and body weights as opposed to using things that are attached to cables and gears and all kinds of things like that that are associated with machinery. And my my reason for this, and I apply this not only to myself but to the people that I work with, my reason is just very plainly is that machines don't really give you a full range or full bang for your fitness buck. In other words, um, working out should incorporate, working out should include a sense of proprioception or enhancing or bettering your sense of proprioception in your daily life. And proprioception is, again, how your body relates to the space and environment that it's in. It's your awareness of your balance. It's awareness of, you know, your coordination. Basically how you move through life, how you move through time and space. And machines, you know, they have their own benefit. I won't say they're completely useless. They're not. They do do something after all. Um, But they are limiting your ability to fully adapt into your proprioceptive self, if that really makes any sense. So, you know, the machine, because it's hooked up to cables, because it's, you know, it's got um, all kinds of things built into it that really take away from the full experience of actual strength training, it doesn't really give you a full range of motion, doesn't really give you a full sense of what you can really do and again it kind of I think it leaves you at more of a disadvantage especially if you use it 
um, habitually, if you use it a lot, then it will give you a false sense of confidence. Okay, so by that, what I mean is like when you say, you know, they have machines out there that are for um, working the chest, just for example. So, you know, you sit in this chair, you got two uh, bars on the side, and then you basically row these handles uh, out ahead of you, and then you row them back while you're sitting upright in this chair. And again, while that does create, obviously that does create movement, and it does create a sensation, it is um, still very uh, limiting in terms of the full sensation that you could possibly, you could really get if you use free weights. Okay, so, you know, on those machines, you can... Also, too, that's another thing. It's a safety issue, as far as I'm concerned, because on those machines, you know, you can load up those machines to something ridiculous, something you otherwise really couldn't lift, and then if you just move it, then it is... You know, then it looks like you can actually move this type of weight, even though in rea in reality you really cannot. Okay, because the stabilizers are not being completely engaged, and there's no real um, there's no real sense of actually adapting to the weight that you're moving. Okay, because you are given this false sense of confidence that you can actually move this weight when, you know, if you actually put that weight on a, on a straight bar, on a barbell, or in, you know, two dumbbells, and you try lifting it while you're in a supinated position on a bench, it just probably would not ever happen, and you'd probably be risking getting very injured doing that. Okay, so it's far worth it to you to actually grab a pair of dumbbells or a barbell, dumbbells actually be better, especially if you're starting out with. Um, reason for that being is that, well, you know, if you got, you know, a dumbbell in one hand and a dumbbell in the other, and then you're trying, you've been doing dumbbell presses as opposed to doing a barbell, which is a straight bar across your chest, and you're lifting and you get tired out, or maybe you're trying to do a max, a max lift, you can do that in a more uh, safe, in a more safe and comfortable position than you can um, with a barbell. So if you're starting out, I would recommend barbells because if it gets to be too much and you can't actually, you know, you go down to the uh, the uh, concentric uh, position or the eccentric position, and then you try to push it back up and you can't get it there, well then you're just kind of stuck there if it's a straight bar and it's right across your chest. And if you don't have a spotter, then you're kind of screwed. Whereas with a dumbbell, if it's too much and you can't get up there, all you got to do is just let go of the thing and it falls to the ground and then you're free. So recommend dumbbells if you're starting out with, uh, with weightlifting, especially with the you know, fundamentals like uh, bench presses and squats and things like that. Um, but in any case, when you actually have these weights that are not being held onto by cables and pulleys and all that stuff, it gives you a greater sense of what you can actually do at that given time. So 
if you are starting out with and you really can't, if you are starting out on your fitness journey and you really can't get very much um, weight off the ground, uh, you will find out pretty quickly just how much you can actually do by using a free weight versus a machine, which would give you a false perception of what you can do. Um, now, a lot of people tend to use machines or recommend machines mainly for, you know, beginners and older folks. Um, and I can see why, because we tend to worry most about safety issues when we're starting um, weight training. And older folks especially, they are very wary of getting hurt while they're working out. Um, which is understandable, but then again, the whole purpose of them working out and getting stronger is that they're supposed to um, avoid any potentiality that they're getting hurt um, when they live their life outside the gym. And I know it sounds counterintuitive to say this, but you know the less safety, I guess I should say, the less safety there is built into their uh, fitness routine might be a bit better. Now, let me clarify what I mean by that is that uh, if we are not so hung up on them getting hurt or so worried about them getting hurt that we are not just constantly deferring to what we see as the safest mode of their workout, you should always look out for the safety of your clients. That's uh, given, but you shouldn't be so concerned about it that you are not full, not really pushing them towards what could be their potential. And I see that a lot when I when I see people working with older clients. You know, I mean, like 50 and above, and 60 and 70, 50, 60 and 70 years old, and they're staring them towards one machine after the other. And I can't. I just can't help but think that that's kind of a disservice to them. I understand why they're doing that, okay. But again, that's a disservice to them because, you know, there's there's just not enough there to really make it worth their time in the long run. Now, in the short run, yes, it'll be hard, and maybe it's a good way to start out with. Maybe you can start out with machines, even though even then, I would argue you shouldn't do that because again, it's just taking them down a road that's not um, most beneficial to them. But maybe you can start out with that and then gradually progress them into the free weight um, world. <clears throat> maybe. But then again, I think it's best to just start with free weights um, if you're an older client and just kind of constantly build from there. Uh, again, the main objective here is proprioception. Okay, so that's the awareness of your body, again, that is moving through life, all right? When we get older, we tend to lose this sense of proprioception. This is why it's so important to uh, strengthen it and regain it or keep it as we get older. Because the older we get, the our senses get weaker and we lose our we lose our our sense of feeling or sense of feeling or place in the world <laughs> it's a weird way of saying it 
we lose our uh, balance and coordination, I guess, is really what I'm getting down to. Um, and that's what leads to things like falls, which, like I said in a couple of earlier episodes, is one of the leading causes of preventable deaths among uh, seniors. It's just falling down. Why are they falling down? Because their proprioception is extremely weak. All right. So, you know, strengthening through free weights will give you one, an accurate place to start with in terms of what your strength is, and then give you a better opportunity to really increase your strength. Now, to not completely badmouth the machines, the machines are good for, say, isolating certain areas. Like when I was. At the gym today, I was on the leg curl machine, which is a chair with a, you know, I don't know what it is, a lever that you stick your feet up on it, and you pull this thing down, and then you let it back up with a weight attached to it. You know, it's a, it's a leg curl machine. Uh, it isolates the hamstrings. So in terms of, like, isolating a certain area and then really pushing it to a max where it otherwise wouldn't be safe to do that, you can really use the machines for that purpose you know because it's a safer environment because it's a machine you can take a greater risk in pushing yourself and seeing just how far you can push it and if you fail then the machine just you know it's it just stops everything from becoming a complete disaster whereas you know if you if you're doing barbell squats and you don't have a spotter you don't have any anyone there who's monitoring your safety uh, which is a lot of times the case when people go to the gym, they don't have anyone there with them. They don't have a gym buddy. Um, if you really push things too far, then you end up possibly getting pretty hurt. Um, so there is that. I will say that much for the use of machines, but that is a very limited use. Free weights should be used at least 80% of the time. Reserve the other 20% for the free weight. So if you are, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old and you're getting into strength training, then my advice would be start with free weights. Start light, of course, because, you know, you maybe don't know what you're doing. You've never been into fitness before or you're just getting back into it and you've been away for it for how many years or decades, start light, of course. See what you can do with the very lightest object you can possibly find, the very lightest weight you can find, and then work your way up from there. Now, you know, grab something ridiculously small, like three, five pounds. And if you, you know, try, you know, curling with that or whatever, or uh, dumbbell pressing with that, and it's just so light a weight that it's ridiculous that you're not really, you could sleep through it, then fine. You at least know that's a starting place. Then you can take it up to 10 pounds, okay, and see what that feels like. And just gradually go up and up and up and work your way through it. So that's my, so that's my advice. So again, uh, to, to revise what I was going to say earlier, whereas you should stay away from the machines. You shouldn't stay away from, you don't, you don't have to stay away from it entirely. You can stay away from it at least 80% of the time. Or you should stay away from it at least 80% of the time. You can use it in a very small way. If you 
you know, you've been working through strength training for enough that you're looking to actually, you know, get max, max benefit, max amount of strength or hypertrophy um, in a given area. You know, a lot of body bodybuilders use machines for that very reason because they can isolate an area uh, more closely than they can with a free weight. Um, if that is where you are at, then it's justifiable. But otherwise, I would not say it is all that justifiable. I would say the free weights are probably the best way to go. Free weights and body weight. You know, free weights give you the external load you need to actually get stronger. Body weight obviously is, you know, your ability to move your body, you know, which is obviously important, but it doesn't really give you the uh, chance to really, it gives you a minimal chance to really get stronger as you're working through your fitness journey here. You can sometimes compensate um, lack of external weight with volume, which I spoke about earlier. And so, you know, if you're just doing push-ups every day, you can do, you know, try doing 20 to 30 push-ups, you know, and just try to max out in failure with that. That's a good way to do it. You can compensate for the loss of, uh, for the lack of weight with volume. Uh, but yeah, that's really about all I have to really say on this particular topic. So... Again, in summary and final analysis, use machines if you wish, but use it very minimally. Okay, spend most of your time in the <clears throat> excuse me in the body weight in the free weight area, and reserve maybe twenty percent of your time with the machines, and use them in a small way. Okay, so. That's really all I have to say. There's not a particularly long podcast because I think I made the point again and again and again and again. <laughs> all right. So again, I always invite uh, comments, questions, or even challenges. So if you are listening to this and you don't agree with it, or you, maybe if you do agree with it, you can feel free to chime in anytime and let me know. Um, I'm always open to dialogue and conversation. So... All right, again, this is Sean, Renaissance Fitness, and I will talk to you again. Thank you for listening. Don't uh, forget to reach out to me if you want to, and uh, follow the Facebook page and the Instagram account. I appreciate you. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget you can become a supporter of the show by becoming a monthly subscriber. No commitments. Cancel anytime. Every little bit helps, and I'd sure love your support. Also, you can click any of the links to our social media platforms provided in the show notes, and you can email me at renfitnesswarriors at gmail.com. That's ren, R-E-N, fitnesswarriors at gmail.com. If you got a fitness story to tell, I'd love to hear it. And you never know, you might just find yourself on the show. Until next time, train hard. Peace.